Today we go balls deep into an eight-cat mock draft. A bit of a punt special. I've got my guests uh, some allocated punt categories, which they only found out about 10 minutes before the draft. So let's see how we go. Let's play. Welcome to the Ball Seat Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Fantasy Basketball International. FBIBasketball.com is the website at AdamKing91 on Twitter is where you will find me doing an eight-cat mock today. Um, I've got three guests coming on and I... Uh, and I sent them, as I said, a couple of categories that they need to punt in this draft. I'm not drafting uh, as much as I would love to be drafting in a in a punt league. Uh, I just figured it's probably easier for me to break down their teams and give them some shit on their bad picks uh, if I'm not drafting. So I will bring all of the guys in, all the insight guys. Uh, gentlemen, how are we this morning? Thumbs up, Kingy. Feeling good, mate. Thanks for the invite, brother. Happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, all right. So we'll have – we just got a story from Skiddy about his experience at the cars yesterday. We're going to get some smarter <laughs> questions, I hope, on the show um, today. The draft is live. I'm going to just bring up the draft room. Um, I hope everyone's in. Uh, I've paused. So just so everyone knows, I'll read out – the punt categories that I have given. Uh, so Skiddy is going to be punting rebounds and blocks. Horse is punting points and threes. Maddie is punting assists and steals. Early thoughts on these punts, uh, boys? Do we like what I've given you or, or you just hate it? I don't mind it. I, th- I think it's great. It's another string to our bow when we're talking about not having a solid locked-in strategy coming into a draft. You've thrown us a curveball, so it's it's got us thinking on the fly as to how we're going to draft here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm excited to do this uh, punt, rebound, and block build. So obviously, I'll be hoping that a couple of the uh, better point guards and shooting guards fall my way. Um, out of eleven is going to be a pain, but uh, yeah, I'm really excited to get stuck into this. So can't wait. Yeah, I'm. Um, I like to get assists and steals i like to fill up those little peripherals so and i think you know kingy there's a few little uh sleeper picks and slip picks that i've i've played with in my drafts earlier that get me steals and assists so this is kind of gonna send me across in a different direction that i'm used to so yeah up for the challenge mate all right let us start then hopefully uh, i've got mitch casey at one so hopefully he's uh ready to go at Jokic pick one <laughs> Probably the least surprising pick of the draft. Uh, so we've got – so, yeah, you guys aren't picking till the back half of the first round here. Pick uh, 7, pick 10, and pick 11. Um, any particular targets? Ba- like, would your thinking change based on the punts I- I've given you? So so who, who have we got up first? Uh, Maddie, you're up first, I think. Yeah, seven. I think – Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Steph Curry, guys like that start to move up a little bit more for me uh, if I'm punting assists. Like, he's a point guard. 
who doesn't get that, but he's going to get me a lot of points and feed that early because if I'm going to lead away. So I think probably Steph might be somewhere I look at. Uh, God knows I'm not going to get probably – look, guys like LaMelo Ball and these guards that I'm used to getting are kind of off at the same time. Maybe a Jason Tatum at a pick seven could be a good look for me. Yeah, look, we'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's pretty much going to script so far. Jokic and B, Doncic, Halliburton. Um, I would assume it's going to be Tatum and Shea. Tatum and Shea, sorry, as the next two in in no particular order. Um, I'm hoping Noah lets one of them slip to me. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't count on it, but we'll see. No. <laughs> uh, Noah, no, Noah knows his stuff. So we've got uh, what? What have we got? One, two, three, four, five. So I think I've got five and you three, so eight analysts and, and four four people from Twitter. Um, so it's, it's going to be a knowledgeable draft, I'm assuming. There goes Shea at five. Yeah. Uh, so Tatum falling here, if, yeah. if he does, which I don't think he will, I think Noah will take I Tatum think and he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, great. Uh, so- all right, so you're on the clock. I did say Steph Curry was where I would be leaning. Um, I am punting assistant steals, but that doesn't mean, I guess, Mick, um, you know this, Jake, you know this, King, you know this. If you're punting, you're not forgetting about it necessarily. No. So I'm, I'm looking to – if I'm going to punt that, I'm going to punt it probably after my third or fourth round really hard. I'm going to take the best player available for me. Uh, I'm going to get Steph there so I do get some steals and assists early, get some threes, get a lot of points, get a high uh, free throw percentage. So I'm going to draft uh, Steph with the seventh. Nice. So Steph goes. So we've got uh, we've got Skitty coming up in a couple of picks at pick ten. Giannis just went off the board. Any any particular targets for you? Don't, don't do it. Damn it! Um, yeah, that one. On this <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're looking at. Um, I so if I'm punting rebounds and blocks, um, obviously the first pick though, I still want to take best player available, and I'm actually. I'm actually still very high. I think if he stays in Portland, he's still a great player. If he goes to Miami, I still think he's going to be great. I'm taking Dame, um, shoring up my three points. Um, and he still shoots on really good percentages as well. So I think that's um, – I still think Dame's going to have a great year wherever he is. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fine uh, there. Anthony Davis goes to horse at 11, punning – uh, what are you punting? Points and threes. Uh, punting points and threes. Okay. So so pretty good. Davis, thankfully, doesn't shoot as many threes anymore because it, it dragged down his percentages and did all kinds of weird things to his game. So he's figured out that he shouldn't shoot threes. Um, and he's not – yeah, like with LeBron there, he's not going to be a 30-point scorer. He's so okay. so it's not a – he's still a good scorer, but not uh, not elite, I don't think. Um, Trey Young goes at 12. Uh, that's so. I mean, look, this top twelve, despite you guys punting, is is fairly standard. I think um, it's what we're seeing. Anthony Edwards, probably a fraction early for me at, at thirteen. Uh, Sabonis oh, goes Mick. at fourteen. Oh, to, you sexy man, McDell. No oh, points, no that is really good to pair him up with Anthony Davis. Um, gets you some assists out of out of position assists. Um, probably need to get some steals. Coming back uh, at some mm. point here because don't really have any at the moment. I've got none. Uh, no. well, da- I mean, Davis is not terrible. KD oh. goes to uh, Skitty. Yeah, boy. To pair up with Lillard. 
Uh, coming back to you, Maddie, soon. Um, Kyrie Irving mm. went after after KD. I Ooh. think still fairly standard. I think the draft here. Mm. Um, I'm not seeing anyone go out of position. No sort of talk. No mm. no picks that are warrant a ton of discussion. Uh, I don't think. Um, Sabonis at fourteen. I'm just, we're oh. just. I'm letting Maddie go through the agony yeah. here of making his pick. Um, well, this is the thing because I know I'm punting. I know I'm punting assists and steals, and I'm leaning either hard into where I'm thinking at right now. Two guys come to me: Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker. They don't fit that yeah. profile, but I like those picks. I'm going to grab the Don because I know it's a stable role there, and I just don't know how it plays out with Beal. Because now I've got my points, which I'm really happy about, because I'm probably going to have to lean away from them later. I know he'll get me some steals, so I'm, I've got a good base, and now I can really lean into a punt. And I also might have thrown off some blokes in my draft as well to what I'm doing exactly. So I'm kind of given a bit of a, a red herring early on. Uh, and, and Booker goes the next pick, so they really were, I think, two ones right around there. And I think if anyone is considering... Mitchell around this area, probably the concern is, hey, his assists were really good last year, but is that an outlier and do they scale back? Yeah. That doesn't matter for you. Oh, that's you exactly. That's, that's um, early. That's ooh, early. Cade, Cade Cunningham. Okay, our first player probably that we need to talk about. Um, what the hell? Cade Cunningham goes at pick, uh, what was that? Pick 20. Yeah. Uh, I'm super high on Cade, but I feel like... Are you that talking, high? Talking him up so much <laughs> That he's losing so do, do we need rehab? Yeah. Do, you need, do you need some yeah. Cade Cunningham rehab there, Kingy? Like that's oh, that's 20 man. is high. Like Cade's been – we just did a show called Slippers and Cade's slipped back occasionally. He's come back. He's like this yo-yo guy. Mick, we were talking about this, weren't we, the other day, mate? Yeah, we, we were. We love him, yeah. but he's just – yeah. 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 Uh, not to a point where it appears as though the bloke's on medicinal marijuana. He's not going that high. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, in our first one uh, – in our first mock draft with Kingy, when we did the wheel one actually – Kingy did say if he had any um, if he had any fantasy um, work in the like the whole community or anything like that, he was going to bump Cade's ADP up as high as possible. It looks like <laughs> you've done it, Kingy. <laughs> yeah, well played, sir. I think yeah, Lamelo is my next guy that I'm going to push. Um, Holy crap! Damn it, uh, Lamelo is my 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 number seven this year, um, so I'm going to try and get him up, up mm. to number seven. Uh, so I'll just rattle through some picks there. So after Kyrie, uh, we went with Jaron Jackson, Donovan Mitchell, um, Devin Booker, Cade Cunningham at 20, like we said, James Harden, LeBron James, Carl Anthony Towns, Evan Mobley at 24. I'm not surprised that Mitch took him because Mitch loves Evan Mobley this season. Um, I, I listened to his pod on um, breakouts uh, this morning, actually, I was listening to that, and he he's really high on Mobley. Kawhi Leonard at 25 feels mm. – I'm okay with it, but it feels early when compared to where he's been going. What do you guys think about Kawhi this year? Um, we just yep. did a Slippers yeah. podcast. Mick, um, <coughs> mate, what do you think? We, we were talking about yeah. it. Go on. Yeah, I was I was eyeing him off at the back end of the third, thinking that he's, he'd get to me just purely because I'm lacking a few steals. But – yeah, healthy, he's clearly a top 20 pick for me. But the issue is his legs, is he going to get the games out to return value? I'm not so sure. What do you reckon, Matty? Well, we just did the Slippers podcast uh, on the Inside Podcast Network. Matty O'Brien and I talked about it. There are guys who are just slipping in drafts, and it comes a point where it's just almost insanity not to take them in the 30s. Like This is a guy last year who, I mean, he played limited games, but he was top 17 when he played. 
Like this is obviously one of the best 10 NBA players that exist. And he's got a very friendly fantasy game as well. So if he slips to there to me, uh, yeah, I'm 100%. Oh, geez, Jordan Poole's really shot up this radar, doesn't he? Jesus, Mother Mary and Joseph. Pick 30. Good body pickers in this oh, damn Jesus. draft. I hate you, Noah Rubin. I mean, I love you, Noah Rubin. I mean, you prick Noah Rubin. Um, yep. I was looking at Mikhail Bridges. I thought that was going to fall to me. I am punting those things. But again, with a punt steals build, he has dialed back his steals just a little bit. I'm probably looking – I probably need to stretch my positions a little bit. Um, and that means now I'm going to probably go early on this guy because he's not going to come back for me. Um, mm, when I know did- who I would go here, but let's see – yeah. I was going to go Wemby or I was going to Wemby or Lowry, but in this punt build, yeah. I think I've got to feed that punt build and Wembanyama gives me that value. Um, it's not about steal, it's steals with him. It's but I'm going to get rim protection and I'm going to get rebounds uh, and it's not going to kook my free throw percentage which I'm actually trying to establish as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I was looking at him and Lowry there, but given you've got you've got a lot of points with your first two picks, you've got a lot of threes with your first two picks. I just feel like the upside uh, on the defensive end is is Probably yeah. where Wemby just gets the slight edge. Um, yeah. After Kawhi, we had Darius Garland, Paul George, Fred Van Fleet, Jordan Poole, as you said, at pick 30, um, Mikhail Bridges, Victor Wembanyama, De'Aaron Fox, Jimmy Butler, Skiddy, <laughs> agonizing here over his pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> um, I'm going to go a guy that I'm actually fairly high on this season, and I'm taking Pascal Siakam. I think mm. without Freddie there, we've actually, like, if you look at how Toronto had played um, without when Fred Van Vliet was injured and Pascal kind of went into my, more of a playmaking role. <clears throat> and I don't say, like, I think Scotty Barnes is a fine player, but I think he still needs help with the playmaking. And Schroeder's not the like the bigger difference with playmaking. So I think they're going to rely pretty heavily on Siakam's mid-range. I think he's going to get more shots. I think he's going to get more um, assist opportunities. And um, yeah, I, and his defense is always good and his percentages are good. So I think that's a, um, I think Siakam there is always good, especially for my team as well. Yeah, FIBA World Cup MVP, Dennis Schroeder. That's, <laughs> what, that's what we need to call him. Um, we do. So Siakam went, uh, Horse then took Bam out of bio at 30, 35, uh, and Miles Turner at 36. Coming back around to you, Horse, shortly. Yep. Uh, you've yep. gone very big early. I have. Um, which, oh, my God. That's okay. So I've yep. gone the best available with that one. Um, I do need some steals. And I do need some guards. So right here, I'm going to reach a little early, but he's not going to get back to me. OG um, Ananobi. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yep. So good for your steals. Um, yeah. Assists aren't terrible. Like uh, looking at your roster there, obviously you've gone big heavy. Um, no no guards as such yet. Not yet, um, no. But Sabonis, we know he, he'll get you seven, eight assists. Uh, Adebayo can get assists. It sort of mm-hmm. depends on who's around him. If Lillard's there, it probably impacts that. And even Anthony Davis, he he, he can facilitate. He can get you three, mm-hmm. three and a half. So mm-hmm. even though you don't have any guards, I still feel like you can be competitive in assists, certainly. If yeah, you, for sure. You're going to have yeah. to get a guard pretty soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, – and then we had – ooh, Desmond Bain. That's actually really nice for Bain, and I'm surprised he's mm-hmm. still available because he's been going mm. top top thirty, top twenty five yeah. in some drafts. So you got him at 
uh, 39. Um, yeah, I'll definitely take that. And I think – I mean, what really happy. I'm really happy with the way this is shaking out. I can't find Walker Kessler. Oh, Jesus, now I'm unhappy. Two guys I wanted in my queue just got – I can't find Walker Kessler. Um, gone, man. Oh, Jesus, Mother Mary. Oh, he is too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was too busy trying to find. All right, I had I had KP, I had Lowry. I've just been sniped on Lowry Market, and I think taking Lowry Market at pick forty in this draft is just an absolute steal. But I'm actually going to go a rookie double play um, because of the punt, and I'm going to grab Chet Holt. Shit! Like I'm, my rim protection now just offsets those two guards. Uh, I think uh, at a huge clip uh, again can shoot free throws. So for a big guy, doesn't really tank what's really well established with Don and Steph. Uh, it's going to get me rebounds, and yeah, I'll, yeah, Chet Holgren. I'm, I'm going, leaning young. Uh, very, very young. Uh, I like. I, I think getting both of those guys is nice. Uh, I don't think you had to reach too far. Look, I yeah. think that's probably 30, 40. That's sort of where we're seeing them go. Um, and beginning I'll at forty four, a little bit of value, you think? Yeah. Look, maybe. Um, yeah. I, I'd. I'm more comfortable with your Chet pick than your Wemby pick there. Um, I think yep. Chet is a little bit safer this season. Uh, after Turner, we had Kessler, uh, OG Ananobi, Desmond Bain, Porzingis, Markinen, Holmgren, DeJounte Murray, Drew Holiday, Jamal Murray, uh, and Zach Levine. Ooh, None of those guys feel like they're too early. Um, any any sort of picks? Because we, we have got maybe, I don't know, three minutes till it comes mm. back to, to you guys picking... Any anything standing out here? Any players that you think have uh, have gone too high? As Josh Giddy goes at forty seven, Mitch Casey would have liked Josh Giddy there. Um, anyone stand out? Uh, I think the I don't know about everyone else, but I'm kind of souring on Jaron Jackson Jr. Like in the like early second round. I mean, like without Jar there, he's going to have to do more of the scoring. And I think his defense's numbers take a bit of a hit. So I'm yeah. starting to stour on how high everyone's taken Jaron. Um, that's just me personally. But, um, I mean, if he's blo- if his blocks are as good as they were last year, which was a mass, like massive, but he's mainly just that category. So you're basically just going for the blocks. And I don't think that's worthy of a second round when there's other guys like, you know, he got taken ahead of Booker and Spider. And James Harden, even who was getting double double in assists, like he was the assist leader last year. Like, I I just think there's more value than Jaron. Yep. Yeah, I think he, he, the blocks do um, over uh, sort of inflate his value because um, he, he was at what, three and a half or something. It was stupidly yeah. high last year. Yeah. Um, and this season, I think we're going to have. And if you listen to any podcast, we we could potentially have 10, 12 players that average more than two blocks yep. this season. So exactly. it it's not as important to reach up and grab Jaron Jackson because as you, as you work your way through here, uh, Mobley could get close to two blocks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then it you've got Wemby, Chet, um, Miles Turner, Walker Kessler, Porzingis. Claxton. Um, Claxton. Yeah. And we've got Mark Williams to come, Dan Gafford yep. to come, Jalen Duran. He's probably not quite at two. Um, oh, stop saying names, Kingy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop saying <laughs> names. It's all right. Say my name, say my name. It's all right. We're not live. So those other people drafting. Well, maybe I love you. Good, because you can edit out my singing. These two buggies. Uh, <laughs> brownie. So we had I thought I might Jalen. We went with Jalen Brunson, Nick Claxon, Franz Wagner, 
Jalen Brown coming back to you shortly, Maddie. What what are you thinking here? You're you're you've shored up your box. Now? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely feeling like, even though I'm punting, I can't ignore much. So I've got a couple of point guards. So obviously I've got my two guard spots filled. Um, I've got Victor Wembanyama, who does dual eligibility, even though he probably won't play a lot of center, he probably will play center. Um, Chet is just purely a forward for some reason. He's not listed as a big. So I'm hoping that eligibility on fan tracks changes. I reckon he'll play center as well. So I'm hoping to get him there. I'm probably needing a small forward, power forward eligibility. I know I'm punting steals. But I'm pro, do I get Jalen Williams? Oh, I am looking for bounce back Barnsey, Scotty Barnes, um, DeMar DeRozan. These are the guys, I know we're saying names, but this is who I have to look at now because I've, <laughs> I've got, you know, I've got a couple of those forward center spots. I've got a couple, but I need that dual eligibility guard and forward. Um, so I'm probably looking at maybe Barnsey. Zion's a good power. If he, look, Zion's slipping in drafts a lot and I'm about to get him possibly if Noah doesn't take Zion with the 56 pick, and this is a top 20 player when healthy. All indications are that he is. And so I'm probably going to have to go best available guy on the board, even though my gut says no. But, yeah, Zion Williamson has to be the pick here. It has to be, right? 55, I'm not insane. Thinking uh, at 55, no, that's I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's about where he's going, around 50. Um, so, yeah. no, yeah, good pick there. Fits your build as well. He uh, does. So... So no worries there. Uh, coming up to to you, Skiddy, after your Bane pick last, which was a very nice pick, let's see if you can back that up with another solid player. Who have you got your eye on? Oh, I just, I just got a little bit of a chubby from you talking about how good my drafting is. So uh, let me just Ooh. refocus. <laughs> well, you're excused um, if you need to go and have some... If you need to go out. Uh, I've got a pair, spare pair of stocks I took out of the laundry, Skiddy. Oh, damn. Okay, well, thank you very much, my good sir. Um, yeah, so, I mean, well, I was thinking Damar, but um, thank you very much, Giddy, for whatever your name is. Um, I do need a centre, but it's hard when, you, when you're punting blocks and rebounds, trying to find that right one that kind of fits the team nicely. That gives me so much boost in the other categories. Um, I think what I'm going to do here is try and get a few steals for my team and i'm gonna go with jay will yeah yep we'll yep. see his role pretty cemented steals. there in okc i think um dort's probably more of the one that's on the outer than williams i think they rate him really highly and um i know steals are a big anomaly category but um if i'm gonna have a go at someone around that range i think uh, J-Dub's probably the right one. And uh, and Horse has gone with Scotty Barnes uh, yeah. there again. I think he's going to play a fair bit of point this year at yeah, Toronto. Still. I think so, he'll handle yeah. the ball. Yep. Yeah. Um, still still no point guards despite punting big man no, stats. I'm, I'm pretty confident uh, well, that I can get one next pick and then yeah. get in the seventh round. So I'm not overly concerned just yet. Yep. Um. So a few picks I'll just work through. Where did we get up to? Jalen Brown. So Bradley Beal uh, went at pick 52, followed by Ingram, Vucevic, Zion, Tyrese Maxey, DeMar DeRozan, Jalen Williams, Scotty Barnes, Chris Middleton. Coming back around to you now, uh, Horse. Is it time to pull the trigger on a point guard? Yeah. <laughs> I've got out of fear that other people are going to pick 
I know. Mark Mark Markel Fultz, but I'm not going to go Markel Fultz. Oh, um, Fultz. I've got another one in in mind who I think is going to have somewhat of a breakout year in Washington, and that is Tyus Jones. Ooh, okay, that's yeah. that's high. It's definitely high, but again, when you're punting, where players go changes. So mm. um, he fits your yeah, bill so, nicely, though. Like yeah. he might be a bit early, but he is a guy who is going to get you those assists and steals and feed those. Like, look at your defensive stats you're going to probably get out of there. And with those assists as well, with Sabonis out of position with that second pick, Mick. Yeah, it fits It fits your punt build. Kingy, can I ask you, we were talking about this the other day. When you're punting, the value of your guys jumps exponentially sometimes to make a, a leap early. Even though it's early, it's not early for your team. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's, that's why I like punting because you don't have to reach often guys that are – you know, I mean, rankings are very subjective anyway, but players that might, someone might be a top 80 in a punt build might be top 50. So you can get him at 65 quite comfortably and know that there's still going to be some value you didn't have to reach. So that's why I like punting. And that's actually why I'm really trying to lean into auction drafts this year because mm. I can just make a list of players that I want based on my punt and, and what they're going for and then what I think I can get them for and, and I can often walk away with a, a really good team. Uh, after Tyus Jones, we had Alper and Shengun going to Skiddy. Very nice. Um, Thank you. I am a little bit lower on she, um, Shengun this year just because I'm worried about um, his defense for the Rockets with Yudoka coming in there. Um, but I think he fits my build really nicely because he is a center that can mm. get a six out of position. Um, and it's not like I'm, you know, I don't need, we obviously need a center, but he's big, like, you know, he doesn't get um, many blocks or anything like that, but he's actually quite a nice steals uh, generator uh, out of position for a center. So um, I, I look at the other centers on the board and they're all just, you know, big rebounding block kind of guys. And I thought, I, I think he's, it's a good, you know, spot for Alpi. Uh, he's not coming yeah. back. So I think that's the center for my team. Yeah, and he gets, as you said, he gets he gets assists. He he's a little bit like Yusuf Nurkic used to be in that he just yeah. almost falls into a steal. He's not a particular, yeah. but he gets his big hands in the way and and racks up a steal. Um, and if you look at his games last season, um, when he was playing really well and he was getting big minutes, he was getting one two steals a game quite yeah. consistently. Um, and now he's got Fred Van Fleet defending the perimeter. Uh, Dylan Brooks defending the perimeter. So there's a lot. The, the player, the attacking players aren't just going to have a clear path to the basket mm. like they did last yeah, season. So, exactly. Um, Shengun, Aiton, Julius Randle, and then uh, Maddie, you took Jar Morant at 60. Ooh, where are we? 66. 65 66. 65 66. So, yeah. which feels good. Happy with Morant there? Yeah, happy with Morant there. I'm not getting him back. I kind of lent, I got my point guards and some guards early in Steph and Don. They're going to give me a lot of points early, so I can kind of survive that. John Morant's also not your elite assist point guard, so it actually completely fits that like build for me. For like, I'm not getting assists and steals really for Jar. That's not why I want him. Um, I want him for what he else he brings for me. And of, of course, I'm shit scared when I look at my team that I've got injured guys like. Uh, Zion Williamson, Chet Holgren, and possible Mr. Stick, uh, Victor Wenbanyama breaking in the first five games of the season. Um, and Jar's out for 25 games. So I'm, I'm, I should call this, like, instead of Guac is extra, the absolutely petrified, shitless team. 
um, because this could go sideways quickly. But it's 66, and when you're at that turn, I'm not getting the pick now until, what, 70, like 73 next time? I'm, I'm not yeah. going to get Jar Morant there probably, especially in a cash league. Someone would probably move on him early. So that was yeah. a get him now. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's good there. Um, just glancing down your, your roster, you probably need to get some threes now just with – Somewhere like you've got Curry and, and Donovan Mitchell, obviously, who are elite. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've got someone in mind, and yeah. I'm not going to say their name because I know Noah Rubin might be hacked into this uh feed, uh, and he's a smart dude. So, <laughs> again, I repeat, fuck Noah Rubin. Uh, I love you, Noah. Um, but he's I know he's a skilled drafter, so again, yeah. when but so I'm I, I guess horsey, filthy, you're the same, boys. We're, we're in a draft with like great blokes. You two have got the hardest job drafting beside each other and knowing each other and the strategies. I, I like Noah. I know what he who he likes. So I feel that he's always going to take the best value guy available every single time. Um, so for me, I'm just really looking to get threes up on the board probably. Uh, and I don't – yep, there it goes, Cam Johnson. But he's gone earlier to uh, NBA Fantasy Bible. Um, I was really looking at Cam for my threes then. That was my target. Um, I guess now I've got to look at guys like oh, – I know he slips though. Oh no! Do I do I do a stack, Kingy? Do I stack? Uh, I'm just having a look at your team. Who would I stack? Think about the threes bloke who I would stack for some cheeky value. Uh, uh, is it the guy that's injured, Trey Murphy? No, no, I don't think you'd go. I'm glad that you didn't. <laughs> would you go Clay Thompson? I would. Yeah, I would go Clay to feed threes right now. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at Clay. Yeah, Derek White's a pickup. Damn, damn you, Noah, Noah Rubin. Oh, Noah loves Derek, so I'm, I'm surprised he didn't take him in the third round. <laughs> so uh, um, I don't I'm going to go Clay. I, I'm no. going to go Clay at 79. Um, I think it's early because we've just done that. Yeah. Again, that's Slippers podcast. Guys who are slipping, Clay's out of favor. You know what? If it has this, none of you two boys take him. I'm going to take another one. Mick, Jake, leave him on the board. If you, were, you, were you guys going to take him at all? No. No. No, nah? all right. I'm going to take Coos. No, I like his like, that he... oh, piss off. Now uh, you have to take Clay uh, because he no, you don't Coos. have to take Clay because you said yeah, no, no and you're going to be a man of your word, Skitty. But uh, this is the thing we're seeing. I'm seeing Clay drop in drafts quite a lot. So Manny and I spoke about it. We we're picking him up in the hundreds quite steadily, like late 90s, early hundreds. Clay Thompson is just sitting on your draft boards, and I don't know why. Like Golden State has six players, seven players who are NBA. Like I know, like I'm not going to say that they're NBA players, but look, look at their rotations. Like they love to go with the guys who they know and trust. That's what Kerr's system is all about. So for me, Clay's has an opportunity. He's healthy. He is still Clay Thompson. He loves the shot. If I'm looking for three point hunters around this point, I'm starting to put my eyes on Clay Thompson a little bit earlier. So, oh Lopez. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me quickly move through some picks just, and then as, uh, as we get ready for <clears throat> Skinny coming up shortly. So we had, uh, yeah, Ja Morant, followed by Paolo Banquero, Devin Vassell, who I, I love him this season as well, Rudy Gobert, Austin Reeves, Jared Allen, Markel Fultz, my man, goes at uh, 72, which is probably about as high as I've seen him go. Yeah. I see him normally go in the 80s, so so I like that. Um, Yucca Pertle, yeah. Anthony Simons, Chris Paul, Cam Johnson. Tyler Hero, Derek White, Kyle Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Dan Gafford, and Skitty on the clock. Yeah. Now, um, tough one. Mm. Tough one. Yeah. yeah, still a lot of value on the board. 
Uh, despite yep. we're, we're up to uh, 81. Oh, he got an auto pick. Hang on. Let me pause here. Thank you. I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> not, not for you at all. Um, yeah. Hang on. I'm just going to... Um... Mickey, point guard. Are we going to point guard next? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guard, yeah. 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 I've, got, I've got two in my queue. I'm just seeing if uh, – so we had Brooke Lopez and then Dan Gafford went to Giddy for that. MVP. I'm just seeing he, – he seemed displeased with the auto pick. Uh, <laughs> the auto say, pick. Yeah. I mean, I, I can say it for you. Would you want you me to say, say it? it? Yeah, you can say <laughs> it. The auto pick. There we go. Mine happened because I'm being asked questions. Oh, I don't care about you, Raf. Um, oh, Raf. <laughs> you do care about Raf. Oh, look. Okay, Raf. Poor Raf. Oh, oh! It happens. Uh no! Look. Oh, that. that's come on. That's too nice, Kingy. You can't shoot that down. Yeah, let me go. Undo last pick. Undo <laughs> last pick. All right. Don't you undo Kuzma? No, no, no Kuzma's. I, I, I want good because I, I want to piss off Jake again. Nick, I'm so taking Clay. Don't say Clay. You, you, you know that's not value, Clay, there. You know it's okay. not value, bust. Let's resume the draft. Are we going? Yeah. All right. Oh, and he went with Brooke Lopez anyway. Isn't that who he picked? What the hell? Is that a, Is that like a, I feel bad, just let me take Lopez? Maybe. I don't know. Could be. And then he takes Gafford. All right. I don't know what's going on. No. <laughs> yeah. That's the last time I undo a pick. You just go and take <laughs> the, the guy that you got auto-drafted anyway. Um, all right. So, uh, Skitty, on the clock. Yes. Where are we headed here? Shallow and pedantic. I agree as well. Um, I'm thinking Jeremy Grant here to get some um, <clears throat> some defensive stats, but I'm just not 100% sure of it. I just don't know who else I like. The only other thing I can do is the stack with Scoop. And Dame, um, but I think actually, no, I'm going to go sideways here. I'm going scary Terry. Yeah, yeah. Get a bit of threes nice. extra down there. He'll still he'll still be all good in um in Charlotte there. So it, he doesn't have to worry about like you know the bridges, Washington, all that crap. No, no. I think Rosie is a good pick there. Um, prior to last year, I think he'd had two top 40 seasons. Oh, yeah. So, and, and it was – basically, it was the fact that Lamelo wasn't there was why he mm. sucked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. he'll be he'll be better than he was last season. And uh, Marcus Smart, really nice there as well. Um, he's going to start – well, I mean, he'll start all season, presumably, but with no jar there, he's going to have to score because they don't have a lot of scorers in Memphis. Um, Jaron Jackson can score, but I wouldn't call him an elite offensive no. player yet. Bain is probably their only real offensive threat. Um, so Smart's going to have to score or, or at least try, die trying. And we know that he's not afraid to shoot some threes. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, Spencer Dinwiddie goes. Thoughts on Dinwiddie there? That's interesting. It's not, it's a, probably about right. What is he, 86? Um, yeah. Confident that he'll be able to return value there? Yeah, I am. I am. Yep. He's he's one of my favourites when it comes to fantasy. He was a little bit frustrating in Dallas alongside Luca, but 
moving across to the Nets, solid assist numbers. He scored his points. He did a little bit of everything. I'm pretty happy with him in the 80s. Uh, as we watch uh, watch Skitty there really straining to make that pick, and he's gone yeah. with Wendell yeah. Carter at yeah. uh, 87. Very I solid, I think. Underrated yeah. centre. Yeah, I don't know why people are souring on him so much. Like, he was – what was he? He was, like, top – 60 or I think it was 60 or 70 last year. Um, and I don't see much has changed. Is everyone just thinking that Parlo is going to just be the center now? I don't know. Like they played well together. Um, and he's you know, he can shoot threes as, as a big man, so it's not like you know, like he can't floor space or anything like that. Um, and yeah, I, I still I'm still like you know, in that same range with Wendell. I, I know a lot of people are staring on him, but I'm okay with him there. Yeah, look, he, he doesn't get the blocks. I think that's why people mm. sour on him. They think, oh, he's a centre that doesn't actually get, really doesn't get defensive stats. But, mm. um, but look, he, he's handy getting steals. He'll hit some threes. He's pretty efficient. Doesn't really hurt you anywhere other than the the, the not many blocks. Mm. Um, Okongwu went next. Uh, Scoot Henderson went to Raph. Uh, and Maddie on the clock. And Clay. Clay, Clay Thompson is available. So, so Clay, Clay Thompson, Thompson I'm thinking anywhere this season from 90 to 110 is solid. He's going to get you points, threes. He gets you some assists. He gets you some rebounds. He gets you steals. He doesn't really hurt me anywhere. Though I love uh, the Mark Williams pick by Noah Next because he's someone who's been sliding down draft boards quite a lot. We spoke about that uh, with PJ Washington returning to Charlotte. I like that. So I think there's some strong picks. Scoot Henderson going to Raf. I love Carter. Like guys like Dinwiddie, like this is where like it really shakes out I find. Boys, you find the same. Like anywhere from 90 to 120 gets a little bit sweaty with people trying to get all the value they can and just juice it out of this range. Yeah. I'm just going to slide this up. So if I sort of scroll through here um, on my screen, just the players that are left, I think there's still like there's still quite a lot of upside here. There's still players mm. that I think could be top 100 um, mm-hmm. potentially. Jaden McDaniel's is someone that's not really being talked about this season. I don't even. I mean, I think he's being drafted. What's his ADP? Yeah. One fifteen. But I like him. I like his fantasy game. Bruce Brown's yep. there. Clint yep, I've got him. I've got, I have, you know, I've got Brucey Brown in my queue. Oh, yep. there goes Trey Jones. I like that Trey Jones pick around there. I had him in my queue as well. So this is one of guys I'm noticing because I guess I've got the longest after you guys. I, I, it drops off for me. And then I'm the one who kind of starts the, uh, the, the attack back around for us. Uh, guys like Miles, Trey Jones, and John Collins were all in my queue. So, yeah, I've got them all there. And they're starting to just go. And I'm hoping to get some of those sneaky around 100 blokes that I've been talking about. There is one that I've got locked on. I don't want to say on right now that I'm just got, I'm just razor focused. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm locked onto two guys here. And I think that'll help make my draft with this punt of steals and assists. I don't want to say their names. Um, if I guess but, it, can I take him? Like you have to leave him for me? No. Because you know me. Barry Smith Jr., isn't it? No, it's not him. It's not Jabari. I'm trying not to draft Jabari Smith Jr. because that's my heart. I want good things for him. No, there, there is another bloke um, who I am. I'm not high on him, but Mick, we were. I did a draft with you the other day because Kingy. I think I don't know if you watched it back yet. Mick and I tried to redo our draft. Mick, yeah. that was a hell of a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was good fun. I had no idea what I was doing going into it, like this one, and um, it forced you to think on the fly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Um, Mark Williams, Jalen Duran went next. Uh, Miles Bridges, 
uh, Trey Jones, John Collins, Ben Simmons at 96, uh, Rob Williams, Buddy Heald, Zach Collins. Are you guys on high, as high on Buddy Simmons uh, as uh, on Ben Simmons as I am this season, or am I on an island there? No, I'm with you. Yeah. No, I'm no. I'm buying in. I'm definitely buying in. I know his free throws are crap. Horses I'll, not. I'll, that. I'll send I'll send you your own postcode for that island. He's burned off <laughs> No, I'm with you. We'll yeah. um, we'll have a nice little picnic on the island. Um, I, I'm yeah, I'm expecting the bounce back. It'll be good. I'm, gonna, island, I'm island adjacent. I share an archipelago. Like I might be like the Tasmania of the Australian okay. island. Okay. Simmons. I'm I'm in for the the Simmons redemption tour. I'm ready for that. Oh, there goes Jabari Smith Jr. Anyway, yeah. um, don't fuck me, Noah. Yeah. Um, so I'm in for Simmons. I want good things for him. I want him to wear the green and gold in France next year. 100% all on for it. All things forgiven. Let's hope for a guy's best mental health and good basketball play. Um, but I'm not going to go out of my way to draft him in the top 80. I have seen him start to – a few guys like, oh, but he's going to be a top 50 player. He's going to be top 50. Yeah, he might be, but we haven't seen that in three, four years. So, and he's he's certainly better in certain builds. Um, yes, we know that. As as I remove horse from the stream, so we don't have to. <laughs> we could have a Ben Simmons love in. Uh, no, look, yeah, no, look. I think he. So he went at ninety six, which is probably a bit higher than he's been going. I think his ADP is probably outside the top one hundred. So people are starting oh. to maybe come around. That's um, surely Buddy Heald, Zach Collins, Clint Capella, Jabari Smith, Trey Murphy. Uh, to Noah, it's got to be an auto pick. It's yeah, it's time right now. Um, uh, yeah, I have not taken Jabari oh, Smith Jr. there. No, good, good on you, Noah. Top pick, at least one of my two guys, because one of my guys was Buddy Hill. Uh, Kingy, you know that I love my paces stack. I haven't built yeah. a paces stack with this draft. Um, Toppin? no, um, he's in my stack, he's definitely my paces stack. Um, I've got Brucey Brown in there, but I think now this is a guy who's going way late in drafts, and to get Tobias Harris, if like it just it's not good in Philly. That's a guy who's a quality basketball player at the end of the day who puts numbers on the board. Again, not seals, not assists, but helps me everywhere else. Jalen Green, the pick afterwards, Taraf. There's a bump in I see after what's happened this week with um, Fuckwit. Yeah. I mean, um, Kevin Porter Jr. Um, so I think Jalen's actually starting to be a bit slept on as well. Now, he's slipped down in his rankings, but it's time I think we need to refocus on him. And Skitty, you're next because Jalen Green went, Michael Porter Jr. went, and it's you, buddy. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's crazy to me sitting here at like a hundred ish and Wiggins is there. Like I'm yeah. high on Wiggins this year. Um, if he gets his, you know, he just needs to get his free throws back up. I'm pretty, when we did the Warriors podcast, uh, me and Matrix, uh, his free throws are just declining rapidly to like 61%, but he's a career 72. So yeah. I don't know what's going on, why it's dipping so much, but. Uh, as I said, and as well, I think that Wiggins is going to be required to play a bit bigger uh, this year. Um, I think the scoring's still there. He's still shooting threes at a good clip. Um, the free throw attempts aren't like, you know, he, it's not sky high, so his percentage doesn't kill you as much as everyone thinks. Um, and yeah, I think he kind of, I, I think at 100, it's just, it's safe picks, I think, there. Uh, so we had, yeah, so you took Wiggins. Uh, Horse then went with Keldon Johnson. Who's, isn't his nickname the Horse? Isn't that what Josh Lloyd does on his podcast? He's, Didn't think, Pop call him a horse? Like uh, yeah, Pop called horse him a horse. Or something Pop called him a horse, yeah. Um, well, he belongs. Weighs 11 pounds. <laughs> he weighs 11 uh, pounds. So Keldon and then Jordan Clarkson. So coming back around to you, Horse, um, 
targets here? Have you got? There's still a few players there. Still some talent. Yeah, I have one person, Mark Dew, who I think will start for the Indiana Pacers. Matty Garrett. I know you love this bloke. Do it. He's crossed crossed from the uh, Denver Nuggets last year, and I think he's going to be quite prominent in their side this year. And there goes fly my cue away. Yeah, he's uh, he's a key part of that Pacers stack. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. When we get there, as long as Dan doesn't take him. Is he going to get auto-picked here, maybe? Oh, no, you got him. Kevin Hurd up went. Uh, so Bruce Brown will be going next. He will be. Um, yep, yeah, look, really nice pick. I think he's – well, if he starts, especially quite comfortably, he's a top 100 player. Um, yeah. Chips in across the board. Doesn't hurt you anywhere. Doesn't not, – not sort of super helpful anywhere, but just – he's like Otto Porter from five years ago. Just yeah, really yeah. good across the board. Um, pretty durable. Uh, Skitty, who are we going with here after Wiggins? While you look at your phone, it's not going to help. Yeah, sorry. I don't think I have to pick. I apologize. I probably shouldn't have put that right up in my face, but that's all right. Um, all right. Maybe you're, you're cheating. Maybe you're doing some sort of – you've got some special list on your phone. That's how I – I'm he drafted. researches the heck out of everything. I'm drafting, man. <laughs> Are you drafting on your phone? Yeah, I'm drafting wow. on your phone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went. I went. D'Anthony Melton. That's a. I'm just prime. Like you yeah. know, if Harden goes, uh, we know that Melton can definitely put up fantasy numbers. Uh, yeah. And um, I still think, like you know, even at this pick here, um, the steals are, are juicy uh, to get Melton. Uh, who can you know? He still gets points. He still can get a couple of threes. Um, yeah, yeah he's, there, it's not bad. Yeah, he, look, very similar to Bruce Brown. Um, Correct. Yeah. Chips in across the board. Um, probably a little bit more upside on the defensive end, blocks mm. and steals. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, nice pick, solid. D'Angelo Russell went next, Gary Trent. And then Matty went with Yusuf Nurkic at 114 I regret it. I almost want to ask you to say, I, 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 I almost regret it. I do. I do want to be like, but it was a conscious decision. I'm tossing up between, I'm doing, I'm playing a dangerous game, Kingy, where I'm waiting a lot of picks for a guy to drop back. Uh, I did it with Tobias. I did it with Clay. It's worked out. Um, I did it with Coos. Um, but there's a couple of guys I got my eye on now because we pick pretty deep here um, that I'm waiting for. So fingers crossed and I'll call it out. I'll, I'll call it out the second that they go. Uh, Cause I don't want to be like, Oh, I was waiting for a guy and, and, play that it falls into my lap um but there's two dudes uh who i'm really looking for some out of position rebounds and i think that tips off the listeners with who i'm going and you guys can't snare him now anyway so i'm definitely after josh hart yeah, i'm yeah, definitely yeah. targeting him yeah I'm, yeah boy. i'm definitely target. i know you oh you're right there with me this is our island horsey josh hart mm. island yeah yeah everyone's welcome Kingy, I've got one for you, mate. Do you think yep. there's more value in Austin Reeves in round six or Russell, D'Angelo Russell in round 10? Oh, damn, that's a good question. Uh, Russell. There's more, more value in Russell at that yeah. point. Um, I think Reeves is the better option, but that's like 40, 40 draft spots yep. difference. Um, yeah, I think Austin Reeves, because what did he, he went at, uh, yeah, so six. Yeah, he went early. 10, so yeah, he went. There's not a ton of value there. Like, I think no. best case, he's probably top 60, top mm-hmm. 50 maybe. Um, yeah. Whereas Danzo Russell went at, what did he go at? 100 and, 112. And, yeah. and he could easily be top 80, top 70. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Mick, I think you're spot on with that one. I actually had D'Angelo in my queue because I thought at that time I was what two picks off getting him. So Giddy for MVP took him, then Gary Trent, and I had him. If he if he fell to me at that pick, I was like, that's just insane value for me. So I, I think you're spot on, mate, with your gut. I think if uh, D'Angelo Russell's falling to you in the one tens, it's just it's a no brainer. You take the best available guy, and he could be top eighty, and that's thirty position of the value you're going to get. Uh, so then we had Val, after after Nurkic we had Valanciunas, uh, Keegan Murray, Mitch Robinson, Asar Thompson, and PJ Washington. Damn it! Asar Thompson still seems to be going ahead of a men Thompson. Although yeah. I, I do, yeah. I think they're closer now. I think with Kevin Porter gone, I yeah. think the men mm. Thompson's going to get more minutes than he was a week ago. Good so um, I think yeah. you could make a case now going either of them. Whereas I think previously it was probably Asar, and there goes a men. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, I, that's that's both the Thompson twins out of my queue. So guys in oh. my queue, I guess I'm watching that were gone were Keegan Murray, um, Eamon Thompson, uh, Aman Thompson, Asur Thompson. They've gone and Herbie Jones. Um, I love Herbie goes to Paris, and uh, so does Lindsay Lohan. But I uh, yeah don't, won't pick them up. Karan's drafting really well, so that's kind of someone in this that I'm looking at. Uh, one of the things I like to do is look how other teams are filling out as I'm building mine, and I'm just noticing a lot of similar picks or guys like Trey Jones, for example, Quran's taken. So yeah. my cues getting taken, Ivy wasn't one of them. No. Um, so we're sort of into flyer territory now. We're into the 120s. Yep. Um, basically from here on, it's... Son, oh, my God. There oh. he goes. Um, yeah. So Paul Reed, so that was, for, for those yes. not watching along. Yes, that's good. People are Paul just Reed decimating went. my queue right now. As soon uh, as King yep. started talking about a men Thompson, because I'm now so much higher on a men than I yeah. am on, on a SAR. Um, yeah. The other thing that was blocking him was the minutes. Paul uh, Reed's going to, I reckon, I reckon by, what are we now, sort of mid-September, I, I think in two weeks, Paul Reed will be inside the top 100 almost. Because yeah. Josh yep. is talking him up. Uh, mm. I'm talking him up. Yeah. Yep. Since Nick Nurse came out and said yep. we're looking at maybe starting him, uh, people are yeah. So I'm, yep. I still think getting him here would he go at one twenty something is is value. Yeah, but 100%. I do feel like he could be priced out at some point. Um, so we had Jaden, Paul Reed, Mike Conley, Jaden McDaniel's. I love that pick there. Uh, Josh Hart, he, he did fall to you, which. That surprises me as well. He's yep. he's a little bit Bruce Brownie, D'Anthony Meltony, yep. bit of defensive stuff. Obviously, Gives me he's everything. The rebounder of those three, but um, yep. even if he comes off the bench, he's going to play thirty minutes. He's he's a perfect like. fit. Tibbs likes him. Uh, yep. Tibbs Aaron loves him. Yeah, uh, Tibbs love child. Jesus, Giddy. You got auto pick with a manual quickly, which is fine, and I'm not changing it because I did it last time, and you picked the same. <laughs> uh, so, so Skitty back on the clock here. Yeah, boy. Um, Get on the plane, pick. boys. We're going for a flyer. Oh, flyer. Oh, yep. Topping. <laughs> uh, yeah, Top no. Look, Topping. Top uh, what are you? One thirty-one. Oh, one thirty. That's fine. It's huge. Um, huge. As I said, once you're in this range, you just take your guy. Um, yeah. And if you have He's to drop him for to a week, you, if Toppin comes out and plays 22 minutes off the bench and they start Jarris Walker, you just drop him and pick someone yeah. else up. Um, exactly right. So we're into our bench now. Bobby Portis goes after to horse. Um, another guy, look, 
could be top 70, could be top 150. You just don't know. Mm, you don't know. Um, is Lopez going to – Lopez could break down after a yeah. week. We don't know. Uh, Zubats, pretty boring but solid. Um, I, I mean, I do – do you think maybe the Clippers look at – I know you guys are sort of coming up on the clock here. Yep. Would they yeah. consider a timeshare with Mason Plumley and, and Zubats? Because I know Zubats is sort of penciled in as the starter, but I feel like Plumley brings more to them on the offensive end. He does. I, look, uh, I wanted Westbrook. I had him. Um, yeah, I think Plumley's a little bit more of a playmaker when it comes to the center yeah. position. So the timeshare is definitely on there in LA yeah. land. I think it's matchup dependent. If they need, if like they're coming up against, like say the Nuggets or something like that, they they need Zubac. Probably will get killed by him. Yeah, but yeah. When they need more offense, um, yeah, I think they'll. I think Plumlee's a fine playmaker from that center position, and yeah, I think it will be actually closer to that minute split. So, uh, so yeah, Westbrook went uh, first pick of the twelfth round, followed by Jeremy Sohan. While Skinny goes through his pick, uh, Horse, you took Sohan. We thinking he that he starts. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, defensively, he's he's nice. Um, again, I'm punting three pointers. He's not great from free land, and he's not great with his points. So. Uh, yeah. Yep. So no, Sohan, nice. RJ Barrett. Look again. Points, points late. Points. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it fits your build. Like you're punting blind. Yeah. You don't care that he doesn't give you any defensive stuff there. So I don't uh, care that Shane, he does nothing else at all. No. As long as he scores me about 16 points, that's you're lucky that's because he doesn't do anything else. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Shaden Sharp uh, went. Yeah, next. That's, I think Sorry, that was an auto pick. I had him there. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, and I had Eason as well. Raf. Jesus. Really? Um, yeah. He auto-picked his last pick too, so maybe he's just annoyed with his team and he's left. I don't know. Tari <laughs> Eason went to Raf. Uh, Maddie, talk us through. you got 20 seconds. Yeah, Sharpie's gone Eason's where I was looking. I'm probably going to go Sadiq Bay. Um, a bit of a safest houses pick here around 138 with their role in Atlanta. So I'm going to take Sadiq just because I like a little bit what's going on there. So I'm okay with it. I'm not 100% in on it. But I do think he has a notable role. And I, and I like what he brought to the Pistons a couple of years ago, like especially around this time where you need to kind of scrape together some points and threes and some rebounds. He does that. I'm probably leaning to get some block shots next to fill that up. I guess I've gone away from steals and assists. So shot blockers, um, he might get me an occasional one, but I'm probably going to have to lean that with my last couple of picks to try and regain some defensive momentum, I would say. Uh, so we've got, yeah, so we went Sadiq Bay, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, Benedict Matherin, Malcolm Brogdon. Kingy, do you think we, with the arrival of Thompson in Houston, that keeps Tari Eason on the bench, or do you think they coast up? Uh, I think Eason probably still comes off the bench. Um, it, they've got a lot of flexibility now with their yeah, lineup, which I think is sort of is going to, other than Fred Van Fleet, um, who I think is guaranteed 32, 33, whatever minutes. Everyone else could be – it could be a little bit matchup dependent. We mm -hmm. could see – like there might be a night when Shingun plays 22 minutes, yeah. but then the next night he plays 34. Um, Dylan – I feel like Dylan Brooks is probably pretty locked in for 30 minutes a night just because of his defensive – what he does yeah. defensively, and that's what the Rockets need. 
Um, and welcome to my queue because that's where he's sitting no, right now no. at, 150, at 150, 150 for Dylan I'm Brooks. Punting I said points, I, I'm punting three pointers. Let him slip to the horses. Oh, I love your horsey, but I can't do it. I, I, I just talked about it in a podcast. So if I don't back that up, I'm one of these dick analysts who yeah, says things that wouldn't do it themselves. Um, like Maddie and I were like, Dylan Brooks has just got an opportunity. Kingy, you nailed it. He plays defense. The Rockets don't. Um, Skitty, you nailed it. We think Jabari Smith Jr. could play some small ball five lineups for them. And M.A. O'Dirk is going to get like some some sick combos out of that. I guess it kind of like what they – it's weakened, obviously, with Kevin Porter Jr. not going to be about for however that shakes out, to be fair. But if you put Jabari Smith Jr. as your center and you've got guys running around the court like Jalen Green, Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet is actually dirty good at it, like, like at block shots. Like he's a great yeah, shot blocker for a point guard. So he's gets you those defensive stats in that way. Um, so I really like what he brings. So I think the compliment Dylan Brooks in that team makes sense, but I just think there's a role. I've got a pretty average field goal percentage as it is but solid, but he, oh, Jalen Johnson was in, he was the, he's gone completely undrafted in a lot of drafts right now. I guess this is an analyst draft though, Kingy. So yeah. no surprises there. Jalen going out the window. No, look, it's I like heaps of these guys here. Patrick Williams, uh, yep. I think he doesn't excite me, but I just feel like he's got to figure it out at some point. Sexton, sure, he has I'm, not, I'm not sold yep. on the Sexton. Suggs, I still have hope that he can turn into something. Um, Quinton Grimes, I love him this season as well as a last round. Jalen Johnson, Stephen Adams, uh, Max Struess. Dylan Brooks is going off here, is that... Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah. I, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave a guy who I know that I want to take for you, Aussie. As long as, as long as Skitty doesn't take him. Thanks. Just go Daddy against me, you dog. You know what? You know what's crazy? This is a, like a draft where we're actually like actually trying. It is crazy that the three of us all wanted Dylan Brooks. Like that is yeah, crazy it's... to me. This is a draft yeah. that if all three of us want Dylan Brooks. Because at this value, I, I've got him at 152. If he is an absolute shit bloke and doing stuff, like there's another guy, Rashawn Holmes, afterwards that's going undrafted in some leagues in like, I guess, 12-team, 12-person leagues. After 144, there you go. Christian, Warlock. these are guys who have been recently undrafted and now in a deep league like this, they're seeing it go. So you've just taken Josh Richardson, which I like there for you. Um Skitty at uh, Christian Wood before that, Rashawn Holmes, Kingy. After one forty-four, this is where it really is value city, yeah. Oh yeah, look, yeah, and as it, with Brooks, I mean, just going back to him very briefly, I think we saw in the World Cup what he can do yeah. if he if he actually plays his role, he can be very impactful and and he can really help the Rockets. It's just whether he has that hat on or whether he has his idiot hat on, where he just does stupid yeah. things. So. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Yeah, but Holmes, I like him. Christian Wood, I was wondering where he would go. Um, yep. But I think he's a really good flyer to take here because we know what he can do offensively at least. Josh Richardson, um, I I figure he's going to start um, yeah. in mm -hmm. Miami and yep. and top. I think he's top 100 probably if he plays 32 minutes he, a night. Um, he's going to take Struces. Like Struce's role and positioning from last year, and I think it's yeah. going to be even more short up where if the Dame Lillard trade happens, and because you're pairing with Richardson and um, Dame, uh, this is strong backcourt. So um, yeah. I'll take the flyer on Richardson because yeah, he can he can definitely knock down threes and get steals. Um, I know I'm punting yeah. threes, but this guy's too good to pass up for me in the last round. 
or second last round. Oh, yeah, good call. Yeah, another really solid role player. Um, I don't know, he was like top 80 or something last season. He was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um, and you look at their depth chart, they've got what top six, and then they really fall away at Denver. So I think yeah. he's going to get a lot of minutes again this year. Yep, yep. They've lost some depth with Bruce Brown going, Jeff Green going. So, um, so after Josh Richardson, we had Kevon Looney. Jared Vanderbilt coming just fresh off his four-year contract. I think he's four years, forty-eight mil. Yeah, uh, which that feels like a bargain to me. He's still only twenty-three, I think. Um, Vanderbilt, so still very young. Corwell Pope, uh, Denny Avdia, another nice late-round target goes to uh, Skiddy there. So coming, uh, happy, happy. Do we? I don't know. Avdia is an interesting one. I think he has some playmaking upside. I think uh, playing a sort of like a Franz Wagner kind of role in Washington. Um, Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah, I had him last year. He only really excelled when Gafford wasn't in the side, though. And with Jordan Poole coming in, Tyus Jones, um, these sorts of guys, I don't think he gets the opportunity he did late last year. Do we... Do we think he starts? I mean, we're going to go like Jones, yeah. uh, Tyus will start, Jordan Poole will start. I think, will start I think it's Coos and Coos and, and, and the Gafford. defense. Yeah, yeah. He, so he's Abdi he's their perimeter defender. Yeah, you can't you can't put um, Kispert in that because that defense no. is dog shit if yeah, they that's... don't have Avdia. And Taj Gibson, I, I don't think he's going to start. Let's just get that out. <laughs> of um, Man. I hope he brings his walking cane to the bloody game so that he can still play. Well, he's obviously just signed as a veteran guy yeah. in, a, in yeah. a young locker room kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Keontae George really liked yeah, him as a last round yeah. target. That's that's awesome. Um, that's a great pick. I, I love that. I was looking for a point guard because, again, I have Kingy uh, assistance deals wasn't in my build. But I just had a look around like other guards and Javon Carter's there. Mm-hmm. So that's, a I think, like he's not an upside pick. But he's a pick around 160 that you can absolutely put your hat on and be like, yeah, I picked him up um, with the last round as a point guard because he's going to be yeah. the starting point guard in Chicago with all the minutes in the world there uh, to play that role, especially with Lonzo Ball being out this season. Yeah, no, I think he, he's he's a great pick there. Really nice last round point guard if you're, if you're desperate for some assists, threes and steals. Kispert and goes. I am. Bogdan Bogdanovich, <laughs> uh, again another player that we we saw what he can do. Like he was he was awesome in the World Cup. Yep. Um, so good. I always I feel like he's just been underutilized his whole career uh, in Atlanta. Yep. They he should have the ball in his hands more, but they they've got Trey Young there, they've got Dejounte there. So it's just, but I feel like that's where he could thrive playing as a ball handler and a facilitator. But it's not going to happen. Delon Wright, that- Malik Monk. Oh, go on, can you finish up, mate? No, no, no I, I'm just saying so. That's, that's well, no, I'm just there with you because I think after that meal, we all forget that he was in a parallel universe in a sliding doors Gwyneth Paltrow situation. He's almost one of the – he's the Gwyneth Paltrow of the NBA. That whole Milwaukee Bucks, you know, moment where he was about to yeah. jump on that train. Yeah. Well played, everyone. Um, you know, he was about <laughs> to jump on that train and go to a Milwaukee. And then the NBA intervened and it got put sideways and there was tampering with, with Giannis and – he didn't end up there. He ended up in Atlanta instead. And I think that him in Milwaukee, I think would have been a better fit for him uh, overall. I think, I think him in Milwaukee would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're done. Uh, I just, we'll go through our teams quickly. I just want to have a look at 
players that are left on the board who who I think could could be drafted, like weren't drafted. I mean, that's scrolling weirdly. Um, all right, so who have we got? Uh, for me, Dante yeah. uh, DiVincenzo. Yeah, Grant, uh, Grant Williams stands out for me there. Can you? Yeah, Grant yeah. Williams. Um, he'll be starting in, in Dallas. Uh, Karis Levert, even in the last round, is some extra points maybe. and some stuff. Maybe Kaminga. I feel like the Warriors are going to have to yeah. play Kaminga a little bit this oh, season. Yeah. Um, well, Kelly Oubre. I mean, we're not drafting him, but if he goes to a team oh. where he can do what he shouldn't be doing and handle the ball mm. and shoot the ball, <laughs> then yeah. he'll get he'll get stats. Um, yeah. yeah, he'll go to Miami surely. I think I think he will. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Gabe Vincent, Luke Kennard, I don't mind as a as a last round guy because I think he starts. Until is that Aldama? Is that Aldama territory as well? While Jars out? Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, oh, yeah, then we're down. Yeah, there's not really anyone beyond there. Um, Kenyon Martin is someone I, I'm not drafting him, but I'd keep an eye on him because he could oh, yeah. start in in LA because their depth is. Yeah. Like Batum, Covington, Morris, who are all eighty years old. So yeah. I think he uh, starts. It lines up nicely with that, like with Kawhi and PG and Russell as well. Yeah. So uh you can shoot and he's got the athleticism. So I I think he actually does start because Morris ain't it. No. And, mm, yeah. They don't favor Covington apparently because he got no minutes last year. So Yeah, that um, that was weird. They sort of they've sort of wasted the back end yeah. of his career. Um, so mm. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he gets a resurgence. Uh, let's have a look at the draft results by team. All right, so we'll find uh, our teams here. Let's start, you know, you're at the top. Biggest horse. Your horse. Uh, so your team, I'm going to just, can I make this bigger? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, you I can, I can read it for you, Kingy. Yeah, you no, read it for me. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I've gone pretty top heavy to start with. Um, remembering that I'm punting points and three points or three pointers. Anthony Davis, Demonis, Sabonis, Bam Adebayo, OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, Tyus Jones. I've picked as my first guard, but I'm pretty happy with the guards I've got in this area. Tyus Jones, Marcus Smart. He'll start a bit in Jar's absence. Spencer Dinwiddie, Kelvin Johnson, I like him in and around the hundreds. Brucey Brown, Bobby Portis, the Sohan, Jeremy Sohan, Kevin Looney, and KCP with my last pick. Uh, so you were punting points and threes, just mm -hmm. reminding those that uh, maybe came in late. Um, yeah, look, I think, as you said, you went, you went big early, uh, which lines up with this kind of a build. Um, I like the Bruce Brown pick. I like the Marcus Smart pick. Um, I'm maybe not as high on Kelton Johnson, but again, once you're past 100, it's it's a little bit stat dependent. And if you just if you're looking for some someone to score, and um, I like yeah, so that's fine. Looney is is a nice solid late round center because they don't have another center. No, that's uh, right. other, yeah. other than Darryl Sarich. Yeah, Sarich. Um, <laughs> Who could actually be interesting. I think he has a role um, a little bit like uh, Nemanja Bialica did a couple of yeah. years mm. ago. Um, and yep. so, Brain. Yeah, so so I think there's minutes there for him, not not draft-worthy. Um, happy with your team, though? Yes. Yes, I am. Yep. Yep. Um, 
I'm just looking if you've got a stack at all. A little mini Toronto stack in the middle stack. with OG and Scotty Barnes. Um, but no, look, I think it's I think it's a nice balanced team. Uh, Adebayo is someone that's been going too early, I think, in draft, but I think here is about right. Back into mm. the third round, he's been going in the twenties, which I think is too early. But, yeah, too high. Yeah, but yeah. this is this is fine. Um, Fifty nine for Scotty Barnes feels like good value. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think he's been going in the fifty like uh, before pick fifty. Um, so no, I think it's I think it's a good looking squad. Uh, who was next? Let's scroll down my big screen. There we go. Uh, filthy IFS, take us through your team. That's me. Oh, hell yeah. So I got Dame pick one, KD, Pascal Siakam, Desmond Bain, Jalen Williams, the good one, obviously. Don't want the big guy. Uh, Alperin Shangoon, Scary Terry, Wendell Carter, Andrew Wiggins, DeAnthony Melton, Obi Toppin, RJ Barrett, Josh Richardson, and Denny Avia. Uh, so punning rebounds and blocks. Um, yes. So if you sort of just quickly run your eye down that team you can see you you don't really have any big rebounders i mean you've got guys that will get some boards but no no dominant sort of double digit rebounds and basically you have no shot blockers at all which is nope. fits your build um, <laughs> uh, some good points uh point like terry rosier could easily be a 20 point score uh, per game scorer rj barrett's 16, 15, something like that. Uh, even Josh Richardson could be 14, 15 if, if he's playing good minutes. Um, any concerns with your lineup? Like anything you missed out on, you think? No, there, so I, I think the points threes um, aspect of it with a few assists, I'm, I, th- I think I may, I, I don't think I like the DeAnthony Melton pick now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I probably could have gone, I probably should have gone to D'Angelo Russell there who got taken a pick after. I probably should have gone that looking back on it now. Um, but I think it turned out pretty good. I got some good value uh, for the players that I like as well. Um, I'm, I didn't completely shut out my rebounding. Like KD is not a bad rebounder, Pascal, Shengun. So I'd still be somewhat. Um, competitive in it, but yeah, definitely looked more towards the points threes. And I probably should have gone a bit more of assist wise, but I think most of my guys can get like a like a fair amount. But I couldn't get like you know the big assist players at where yeah. I was. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm happy with that. Just um, yeah, not too bad at all. Yeah, look, I think probably the assists is like given your punt. Assists is probably the area I'd sort of look at and go, have you got enough assists? But in saying that, you've sort of got – you don't have any of those high-end assist guys, like we said, like Harden or Halliburton or, um, or Lamello Ball. But if you sort of scroll down probably your first, what, seven picks, they could all get five assists. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you've sort of got – and then you've got Melton – yeah, probably D'Angelo Russell would have been a slightly better option there. Mm. Um, Josh Richardson can get a couple of assists, Avdia. So you've you've sort of, just through volume alone, you'll probably be competitive in assists yep. uh, anyway. Um, if we go down, where are we? All right. Quack is extra. Take us through your Quack squad. Quack is extra. Hey, I can hear the bub. Uh, I, can hear the, I can hear the baby in the background. Hey, love. Um, yeah, Sunday mornings in Australia. Time yep. with the children and the dog jumping onto the couch in the 10th round was uh, the highlights of my day. Um, I like um, 
I, I like it. I like my squad. I actually was a little bit out. Uh, I don't know what this uh, McAlachy was doing. Um, they were taking a few of my players, so I had to kind of draft on the fly a little bit because if I look back to their team again, I had them up here another window a second ago. Um, so McClutch really, is Mitch, Mitch Casey, just so oh, you Mitch know. Oh, Mitch Casey. Oh, yeah. Mitch Casey, yeah, good bloke. Uh, yeah, good drafting. Good, Yeah, good drafting, Casey. Like, I was tanking. That, that explains a lot. Not only <laughs> just the, some guy off Twitter who's just like, oh, I'll jump in. Um, that was a guy because I had to punt assists and steals. So then I was leaning to try and get some blocks. I managed to get them early with Victor and Chet. And Zion as well is going to give me some blocks there. Um, I probably should have lent harder into that a little bit. But I set myself up so nicely with Steph and Don at the beginning in those first two rounds that I really could take that build in a couple of directions. But then I had guys queued up that he was taken. So I want, I probably was going to think Claxton, but I let Claxton fall by and took Zion instead. Um, that was a guy there. Hurdle was another one and Robert Williams. Some of those shot blockers just to boy some more. So there's a big dominance there, but they've also got some more assistance deals that I'd have to trade for. I love it. I, I like Jar's back end of the season for me with what I've built. I think Kuzma uh, there is is some nice value. I think people are starting to sleep on Kuz initially. He's, he's established in Washington, and I really like what Kuzma presents there at the 79th. Clay at 90 was about where it is. I like Tobias Harris at 103. Nurkic falling to me. I, th I think he fell 114. I just think it's too far. Even if he gets moved, he's going to be some value around. Sadiq Bay. Um, look, I don't know what he's going to return me, but he just fitted the build. Dylan Brooks at 150. I think he's a hot commodity outside the top 140. A last round flyer, especially in your 12 team, 12 people drafts. I think if you're picking him up with a last round, like you said, everyone, like if you can pick up him, you're good. You drop him if he's a shit bloke and he's going to do Dylan Brooks things easy enough and you move on. Uh, and Javon Carter was sitting there. Uh, this is another guy who is going to be a starter, playing starters minutes, who has a good field goal percentage, gets steals, gets assists. He's the antithesis of what I should not have got, but he's sitting there. But So I get a little bit and don't ignore it completely with the last round uh, I picked up. Javon. Yep. Uh, no, look, I think that was that was it was good. Uh, it gives people a bit of insight into into when you do punt that players can their value can change by yep. well as you get later into drafts it changes by more. But um, once you're at pick eighty, pick ninety, take a yep. guy that's top one twenty. It, it really doesn't matter. Um, yep. I will stop sharing my screen and bring us all back in. Um, so I think I'm going to end it there. We're, we're at an hour 15, so it was slightly longer than I thought, but that's that's fine. But you've all got things to do and, and I've got things to do. And it's, I mean, it's a beautiful day here. I don't know what it's Gorgeous. like where you guys are, but um, yeah. I was out doing some weeding at quarter to seven this morning. Oh, <laughs> don't know if that's something that I want to be telling people, but no. uh, yeah, it was it was already Glorious life. shorts and T-shirt. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let Look us it. know. summer weather here, boys. It I is. This somewhere where it. Look at these Melbourne yep. blokes in jumpers, and we're here in Sydney and that with a. Oh, by the way, yeah, love it. Shirt, shorts, shorts, and a t-shirt. It's here, Mickey Dell. Get those legs out, son. Yeah, sun's out, guns out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I might even put a maybe a, an NBA jersey will come out today. For <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm that keen yet. Uh, so. <laughs> Before I let you go, I mean, let us know what, what Insight's doing. I mean, I know you've got lots of shows coming out. Um, probably not as – well, maybe nothing on AFL, NRL, that sort of thing now because footy is done here, fantasy. Um, Brownlow. 
Brownlow. But yeah, yeah, there'll be but, a show coming up regarding our grand final, grand final <laughs> sleepers for for picks and multis, and our Brownlow predictor as well. So that'll be dropping okay. next week. Uh, yeah, and we've got uh, NBA stuff coming out though. Yeah, absolutely. We've got the finish of our team previews. We've got guard tiers coming in uh, once the preseason drops. So we're going to do a reevaluation of guards, forwards, centers, and all the tier and projected standings of players. We've got a few really fun drafts, including the stack draft and Kingy official invitation. Now we are going to be doing a draft day special, and it's going to be team stacks. That's going to be the twist. Okay. Um, also, we're going to do the Kendall Jenner ex-boyfriend draft. Uh, and so one person's going to have to have to draft a couple of uh, Kendall's exes in there as well for some fun. But obviously, we're going to be doing a lot of mock drafts in there. We're going to be doing a lot of rankings and standings, sleepers, slippers, and also your best targets uh, inside your zones, top 50, top 100, and then outside your 150. So a lot of fun like to have with these mocks because we all know they can be a bit, you know, just a bit grindy. So we're going to have some fun with them, but also do quite some serious ones for 12 teams, 14 teams, and a 20-team league. Cool. All right. Plenty of content. That's great. Um, yeah, now we're starting to really ramp up now into official NBA fantasy draft season. We've we've brought it forward as far as we can. Um, yeah. uh, but now all the other sites are starting to get their content out, so plenty to listen to. Uh, that will do it for today's show. Thanks, guys, for jumping on. Remember, you can check out all of our content, uh, including access to our Discord, where I think we've just hit 3,000 people in our Discord, which is good. There's lots happening over there. Um, FBIbasketball.com is where you can find the information there. Uh, There will be a – on the Fantasy Basketball World Cup, um, which is coming up, the drafts will be starting in a couple of weeks. Uh, I have a link uh, for anyone that would like to go in the draw to win or – enter i guess get a spot into the league um i can't guarantee it but we do have a link for a form that you can fill in it will be in the comments uh for this show fill that in uh b-dub has been doing some duck races over on our uh, youtube channel as well uh so people can see if they get into the league so jump in there if if you're keen um the the details are all on twitter um so you can go back through my feed or josh lloyd's feed or b-dub's feed and and have a look at all the prize money and, and how to enter. Uh, follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Give us a thumbs up and subscribe. would be fantastic. Until next time, catch up. You just listened to another episode from the Fantasy Basketball International Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. And for more information about joining our community, please check out our website at fbibasketball.com.